So we can start by taking the, pre the precepts. Aham Bhante Tisarinanasa Atanga Samanagatang Uposate Silang Dhammang Yachami Anugang Katawa Silang Dete Me Bhante Tudiyampi Aham Bhante Tisarinanasa Atanga Samanagatang Upo Sote Silang Dhammang Yachami Anugang Katawa Silang Dete Me Bhante Tadiyampi Aham Bhante Tisarinanasaha Atanga Samanagatang Upo Sote Silang Dhammang Yachami Anugang Katawa Silang Dete Me Bhante Yamang Vadami Tangvadite Namutasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Buddhang Saranangachami Dhammang Saranangachami Sanghang Saranangachami Tudiyampi Buddhang Saranangachami Dhammang Saranangachami Sanghang Saranangachami Tariyampi Buddhang Saranangachami Dhammang Saranangachami Sanghang Saranangachami Tisarinagamanang Paripunang Panatipata Vedamini Sikapadang Samadhyami Adinadana Vedamini Sikapadang Samadhyami Abrakmacharya Vedamini Sikapadang Samadhyami Musavada Vedamini Sikapadang Samadhyami Sura Mireya Majja Pamadatana Vedamini Sikapadang Samadhyami Vikala Bhojana Vedamini Sikapadang Samadhyami Nacha Gita Vadita Visukadasana Malagandha Vilepana Dharana Mandana Vibhusanatana Vedamani Sikapadang Samadhyami Uchasayana Mahasayana Vedamini Sikapadang Samadhyami Now for sharing the merits Idang Mesilang Asvakayang Vayang Utu Idang Mepunyang Sabasat Nibbanas Pacha Utu Mama Punya Bagang Sabasatanang Bagimi Tesabe Mesamang Punya Bagang Labantu 
So today uh, I will talk about uh, sunyata emptiness. So <laughs> now we have to feel the silence a little bit. So we'll fill it with IDs. And you can share your IDs because mine are uh, not so well organized. <laughs> so we'll try to make sense out of it huh? and uh, try to also to understand the principle of emptiness that uh, that is uh, supposed to characterize the Buddha's teaching both in uh, Mahayana and uh, Theravada. So this principle of emptiness, this principle of sunyata, to what does it refer and also to what to which extent can we uh, use it in our practice and uh, how to develop it and how uh, and what can it bring to to well to our goal and what is our goal our goal is to develop more understanding more clarity and maybe to get a little bit lighter to get a little bit more happy in our life to feel uh, free and then to free f to be free from what free from suffering free from all kinds of unhappiness but also free from the carrying of this load of attachments where we identify ourselves with and this is the whole idea of sunyata everything has an aspect of voidness and everything also has an aspect of non-self so how can we uh, get that very important principle right from the beginning because it has some depth it's a very deep teaching but we shall try to to get some glimpse of it and also sometimes we can get uh, not only some glimpse but a very deep taste of it so uh, mostly uh, the taste of uh, sunyata comes with the practice of meditation. Of course, the, seclu the seclusion or the, you know, the, the, the surrounding where we are by ourselves, where we are in an empty place, where there is no uh, much of disturbance, then uh, this is very conducive to understand and also to, uh, to deepen the principle and the idea of anatta, the idea of uh, sunyata. But eventually, also, it has to be applied to all the principles and all uh, aspects of our life. So actually, I brought many notes, you know, but uh, uh, I don't know to which extent they will be useful, because I don't know where to begin. So sunyata, the word itself means void. Mm? So also it means uh, emptiness, and, uh, and also it means devoid. That means it is a negation of something that is not there. It's the negation of something that is there. That means it is the absence of something. So uh, devoid, devoid, devoid of what? And uh, this uh, idea of sunyata, Throughout the suttas, throughout the discourses, it is it is seen. But uh, according to some scholars, you know, like uh, we think that uh, the principle has been developed, or that that principle has been emphasized very much in the with the medium, med, med, medima, uh, you know, the the, the Mahayana uh, philosophy of Nagarjuna. Uh, this, uh, this idea has been uh, much emphasized, but actually uh, the principle itself has to be uh, found right from the beginning because it's the, is the, it is the, 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 the Buddha's teachings. So we have the direct uh, explanations of these words in some of the of the, the suttas, like the Chula Sunyata Sutta and also the uh, Maha Sunyata Sutta, and then they describe uh, various uh, gradations and very uh, various depth of uh, this idea of uh, Sunyata. And they start by, uh, I did not bring the book, so if uh, I am wrong, you can correct me. 
So one of these suttas, they start by, uh, by saying that uh, a monk or you know, meditators go to the forest and then uh, when the person is in the forest, then he perceives only trees. Or, and then also he perceives, because he is uh, in the loneliness of the wilderness, he perceives only, he doesn't perceive beings, he doesn't perceive uh, villages and uh, people, and he is alone by himself. So uh, the only perception actually, I think he is perceiving also other monks, because uh, there is a community uh, surrounding him. But uh, nevertheless, in his mind, mostly what he perceives, maybe there is a step I forgot. Uh, he perceives trees. So he, see, he sees the trees and then he is just, uh, uh, he, he can already reflect on the, uh, on the voidness of uh, people, the voidness of, uh, of all kinds of distractions that uh, we find in society, in company. And uh, then that voidness is a, uh, is, uh, well, it's a kind of, uh, it's a kind of, it's a little bit kind of peace for, for, for those who are tired of running and those who are tired of, of, of being busy. Uh, so we can get, we can get the, the peace of seclusion by having the uh, physical seclusion and then by uh, isolating ourselves in a place of silence, in a place of uh, uh, less distractions and, of course, in a place where we have trees. But actually, it doesn't stop there. Then, uh, you know, the important seclusion also is that uh, the seclusion that we will have in regards to the defilements of our mind. So, one of the one of this type of uh, seclusion will be arrived at when we start to practice some samatha. You know, as you have seen already, the mind is calmed down, and many of the hindrances have gone. And so, uh, this is a kind of voidness. It is devoid of these uh, very strong emotions. It is devoid of uh, these uh, actions that are harmful, and uh, it is devoid of of of, uh, of, uh, of uh, some types of um, uh, difficulties. So uh, also we start to experience the bliss of uh, of the jhanic states or the states of concentration. So the first jhana is devoid of hindrances, yeah? and then the second jhana is also is devoid of uh, the initial uh, application of the mind and also of the uh, sustained application of the mind, Vitaka, Vichara. And then like this, the third jhana also is devoid of uh, some other factors. The fourth jhana also is devoid like that of the uh, uh, three previous uh, jhana factors. And then it goes to the space, you know, infinite space. So uh, from perce perceiving, perceiving materiality, then the person starts to, to experience uh, uh, the immaterial states of, uh, of jhana, which is a void of uh, any kind of materiality. It is void of earth. It is void of, uh, of uh, all the other elements, and the person is just in infinite space. Then like this, it goes to infinite consciousness, which is void of space, and then infinite of... Uh, well, uh, not infinite, but just nothingness, where there is not uh, there is the person the perception of nothing, and then there is the, also the perception of uh, either a perception nor non-perception. So all these gradations of samatha is a type of uh, descending, is a type of experiencing of uh, the voidness. So in that way, voidness is is experience, and then. Uh, from there, also a type of voidness that is uh, that, that is dealt, you know, in the sutta uh, is dealing uh, with insight. So when somebody starts to to see the the arising and passing away of phenomenon, then uh, uh, one starts to see that well, it is void. It is void void of lastingness, lastingness, void of happiness, and then also void of. Uh, 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 void of self. So, um, so this is how uh, there is a descent into the perception of voidness. But actually, the term uh, sunyata, you know, uh, to means uh, that means actually devoid, also refers to uh, uh, specifically it is devoid of uh, of permanence. 
It is devoid of nicca, so it is anicca. So anicca is a kind of voidness. And it is devoid of sukha, pleasurable, satisfactoriness. So uh, the perception of dukkha is the uh, is the perception also. It's a kind of uh, perception of voidness of uh, the the element of uh, of uh, pleasure. And uh, then also anatta that deals directly with uh, especially the, the the voidness of a self. So there is no self there. So these three things, and also the perception of subha when somebody practices the uh, uh, the asubha meditation, the meditation on fullness, but also when we start to see the 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 unbeautiful aspects of our mind when we have defilements. So asubha also can be related to the defilements of our mind. We are not very beautiful when we, not, when we are angry, when we are upset, when we are full of desire and uh, envy and jealousy and things like this, and full of conceit. No, 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 not beautiful. So, <laughs> so uh, when we see that, then the, we develop uh, that perception of voidness. So it is, it is by purifying our mind, by meditating, then we see that uh, the mind starts to be free from also this uh, this type of uh, uh, unbeautifully uh, appearing things of our mind. So the sunyata covers these uh, four aspects of anicca, dukkha, anatta, and also asubha. But uh, there are also like now I am very mixed up. Hmm? So. It's understandable now. <laughs> there are so many things to uh, to talk about, but also like the, the, the some of uh, the scholars also, you know, like uh, since uh, the, the the concept of uh, sunyata refers to these uh, four basic principles or three basic principles of uh, the, the, the Buddhist teachings, then also uh, some commentaries like the Patisambhida Magga gives about twenty types of uh, voidness. And also the Visuddhimagga, like for those who have uh, started the practice of Vipassana, then uh, there comes a stage where you perceive the 40 toes, you know, like uh, the, there is a Pali word, and then the Pali word in, ends with the toe. So like this, like Anicceto, Dukkato, and Rogato, and then a, a list of 40 types of uh, toes. So all these qualifications, uh, I have the list here, and I will not read it for you, but it's available. So all these qualifications of uh, characteristics of existence also refer to an absence of beauty, an absence of um, lastingness, an absence of uh, all what it talks about. It is absent. It is. It is. There is an absence of these things. So actually, again, all these forty characteristics uh, enter the field of uh, voidness. So I will take my note, but it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so here's the book. And if you have some questions, also at, at at some point, also you can just uh, interfere and uh, and guide the uh, the discussion. So since the last time we have talked about, uh, you know, the liberation by the beautiful, we talk about the kasinas that are leading or the practice of metta, the four brahmavihara, and uh, we say that uh, I mean it is written in the books that somebody who is practicing the four brahmavihara actually uh, has the 
Well, there is the highest limit of each. So Meta has a sum limit, and then the Karuna has some limit, Mudita, and also Opeka has some limit. But uh, uh, one thing that uh, might be striking, or as a, maybe a contradiction or something that, uh, that can be elaborated, is that, uh, that uh, the, the, the practice of Metta, Bhavana, of loving kindness, then it, is, it has at its uh, highest uh, limit the liberation by the beautiful, because the objects are always beautiful. We see people and then we, we, we see beings and then the, the mind is uh, uh, seeing these beings just with their lovely qualities, qualities. So the mind is very happy and the, the mind is full of kindness towards beings. And uh, this perception of, uh, of beauty in, in the beings also uh, motivate or support or uh, condition our mind to see beauty everywhere. So when somebody shifts uh, his mind to the seeing of the colors, for example, then the colors also become very beautiful. So then if somebody uh, meditates on or, or you know, see the red color or the white color or the blue or the yellow or the green also sometimes, why not? Then that color becomes very beautiful uh, and then you can extend it and then the mind also is very happy in regard to that, uh, in regard to that casino color. So, uh, Somebody who is developing that type of uh, approach, huh, ultimately, is also going to, to be liberated. And the liberation is the uh, Subha Vimokka. Subha means beautiful. So we talk about a Subha, and here we have Subha. So, uh, so it is Subha because of object. In it, it, it is also Subha because of the mind, and the Subha also uh, refers us to the word Sobana. And uh, if you have, uh, you know, look at the Pali for the definitions of the Chetasika, the mental formations that, that is given, you know, in the book, then we have, uh, you know, the list of uh, 52 types of uh, Chetasika. Then the first one is the universal, and then the second, the second group of the group of wholesome uh, chetasika, of wholesome mental factors, is the group of uh, sobana chetasika. So they are called beautiful mental factors. So that means we can develop these mental factors, and these mental factors also come when the mind is in a, in a state of wholesomeness. And uh, just to remind you, uh, these uh, factors are, for example, the quality of faith, sadda, then sati, then the quality of the um, sati. You see, our memory is playing tricks to us, especially when we are in front of everybody. So, then iri. Or tapa, you know, the, we have talked about the, the, the sense of uh, fear of wrongdoing and the sense of uh, shame and things like this, you know, before. So anyway, sadda, sati, iri, otapa, aloba, adosa, free from greed, free from hatred, and then tatramajatata, the quality of equanimity, and kaya uh, pasadi, and then you know the, all the, the the qualities that are uh, relating to the uh, mental body, and then also the the the, the 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 mental factors, you know, in the way of uh, uh, tranquility, in the way of uh, lightness and uh, flexibility and uh, workability and uh, straightforwardness and things like this. So these mental factors are also. Uh, called Sobana, beautiful. So we can also have uh, the beautiful qualities in our mind. And when we are uh, aware, when we guard our sense, when we guard our mind, then these qualities naturally are accompanying uh, our minds. But that's not enough to be completely liberated. And uh, since we are talking about uh, the practice of metta, you know, as the liberation by, by the beautiful, uh, you may know the, the sutta and the, 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 the ending of the sutta, the metta sutta. At the end, you know, like uh, it starts with how somebody should practice loving kindness, uh, and then, then it, go, it goes with the directions and then with the classes of beings. And then one of the 
almost the last sentence is Dittingche Adupagamma Sileva Dasana Sampano, something like this. So Dittingche Dittingche Samanagata. So the person who is practicing metta is also getting rid of views, getting rid of, uh, getting rid of uh, wrong views, getting rid of uh, wrong perceptions in regards to uh, reality. And here this is also, uh, we are, again, we are just opening slight doors that, are, that can take us in very deep uh, explanations. And then we have the word ditti, for example. So DT in Buddhism, like if we read, uh, you know, the, 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 the academic uh, uh, works on these, there, there is a lot of explanation why the Buddha started to, to explain and to give so much importance of, uh, of the views. Because, because in any life, huh, in any uh, civilization, any intelligent life, we need to have a perspective of life. We need to have... Uh, how to say, not a cosmology necessarily, but uh, we need to have some values, we need to have some understanding on which we, 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 we function as human beings, we function as, as beings. So, uh, many factors made, various views, many factors made also various uh, theories about uh, uh, the origin of the universe and uh, you know, the place of uh, of life and all that, but mostly the views arose, or the, 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 the you know, the, these theories arose because there was a question not only relating to life, but also a question relating to, uh, to, 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 to death. So we die, so how much beautiful, how much uh, pleasant or nice the life is, we death, so we, we die. So that's a big question, you know, and then throughout humanity, uh, humans uh, theorize, okay, now we are dying and it's not very fun yeah, because uh, we, like to, we like to continue, we like to, we like to be, we like to enjoy, and then we, uh, uh, the prospect of dying actually, uh, it is even said, you know, by some researcher that uh, we cannot, uh, we are not condition as a human being to think about our own death because even our own metabolism you know cannot afford us to think about our own death because of this instinct so uh, instinctively in ourselves there is always the feeling or not only the feeling to want to live but also the need to persevere with this idea yes I'm going to live and then you know, I will live. So uh, now we are doing some times, you know, meditation on death. But uh, naturally, this is not uh, something that is uh, easily done by uh, most of the people. We need to be a little bit, uh, uh, you know, uh, not avant-gardist, but uh, we need to be a little bit uh, purposely doing that. So. Uh, the, the prospect of death led uh, humanity to think about, okay, what will happen, you know, so the idea of eternalism came in and also the idea of uh, complete annihilation. So these two views came to be uh, uh, some of the major uh, representative uh, of the general theory. But also uh, all kinds of views, you know, related to that in the, almost in the same field and we are not going to investigate it investigate that here. So the thing is that uh, uh, in Buddhism, what is called right view, uh, it's not uh, an opinion, it's not uh, a theory, it's, uh, it's something that we have to experience and it is something that is uh, uh, leading us to see things as they are. So this is what is right view. It's not only a theory, it's not, it's not a uh, kind of a dogma that uh, we are depending on, but it's, uh, it, uh, it is a perspective that gives us an attitude towards life. And this is very important. So to come back to our Metta Sutta, then how is somebody who is practicing loving kindness 
the practice of metta. How is the person going to be rid of uh, the wrong views, the wrong clinging to false notions and uh, opinions and dogmas? Just by practicing metta. So, of course, naturally, you know, maybe the more we practice metta and then the more we start to understand the, the nature of things, the nature of beings. But uh, still, according to the commentaries, it is not enough. You know, it is not enough. That means we, we need to investigate a little bit. We need to push our uh, analysis or insight into really understanding the depth of reality. And uh, uh, since uh, here we are, uh, you know, we are practicing meditation, but also we, we, we try to learn from a tradition. And uh, then we, we will uh, see how the tradition is explaining uh, how to do this. And um, then the commentaries, they say uh, in regard to that point that, uh, that actually someone who wants to uh, get rid or someone who is getting rid of uh, these wrong views uh, will come uh, will be able to, to come to, to that realization by uh, investigating phenomenon in the way of, uh, you know, for those who are accustomed to the, uh, to the uh, uh, methodology of uh, commentaries, uh, by way of Nama Rupa Pariga and Nama Rupa Patia Pariga. So that means somebody has to investigate mentality and materiality and also somebody has to investigate the, the causal relationship with the, these phenomenon. So these uh, two types of knowledge are actually the fundamental pr uh, principles that, uh, that will build up uh, the practice of vipassana. And uh, these also two types of knowledge are, are kind of uh, very extensive and uh, they can be done fast, they can be done uh, not superficially, but they can be done in a, in a general way and also they can be done in a very deep uh, analysis and a very deep uh, 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 scrutinization. So it is uh, of our choice and also it depends of uh, the way and the, the, the time we have to involve uh, in our uh, understanding. So now like uh, if we have come to a long retreat and then we are ready to, uh, you know, to open ourselves to a deeper uh, investigation of reality. So. Uh, by trying to, to see what it means, you know, these, uh, these basic principles, uh, we are actually uh, practicing samadhi, but the samadhi is just to support, no? we, it is just to support the, 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 the clarity of our mind, and also the samadhi that we are building is, uh, is to, uh, to give us uh, the possibility to, uh, to have some rest and to have some uh, kind of a quiet time, because samadhi is already a peaceful type of, uh, of a practice that makes uh, our mind pure. But the samadhi is, uh, is, uh, is there to help us uh, understand reality also. So, um, so from the samadhi, then we go into analyzing, uh, you know, these phenomena and uh, uh, the uh, the commentarial approach uh, for that, there, there are many divisions. Huh? So it can be divided into Nama Rupa, Nama and mentality uh, and materiality it can be divided into five khandhas, or it can be divided into six uh, datu, as we have seen before, and also it can be divided into six ayatana or 12 ayatana that is the sense basis and, uh, and their objects or it can also be divided in 18 diatus and like this you know there are many divisions and subdivisions by which we can use uh, to uh, analyze a phenomenon so these are methods that we can choose so uh, but one basic thing, you know, like whether it is uh, Nama Rupa, the simple uh, two-fold division that we are uh, approaching, or whether it is uh, the more detailed uh, approach, uh, then the principle will be to divide or to, to, to see the difference with the materiality and also uh, mentality. 
So that's why also uh, here the, the, the SADO is emphasizing uh, very much the fact of investigating the, the four element meditation. So by doing the four meditation, the four element meditation, not only it is also a base for us to develop some uh, calm and some uh, concentration, but also it is the base for us to uh, understand uh, the material principle of our uh, body and also of the universe that is material. And uh, just, uh, just to remind you of uh, the details that uh, the, 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 the tradition uh, talks about is that uh, is that uh, the, the, the four element meditation you see there is a quote there that is uh, I hope I did not lose it because it's a big book it would take me a long time to, uh, to find it back And actually, it is a very short uh, statement. This bhikkhu, who is devoted to the defining of the four elements, immerses himself in voidness and eliminates the perception of living beings. Since he does not entertain uh, false notions about wild beasts, spirits, ogres, and because he has abolished the perception of living beings, he conquers fear and dread and conquers, conquers delight and aversion, etc. So the way also that uh, are the way also that is describing the four element meditation is very detailed. Like uh, they give another uh, twelve type of uh, approaches that can also complement uh, the practice of the four element. So not only you do it uh, uh, as a four-element meditation, but also uh, there is the, there are uh, a great many divisions, an alternative to do it. So it is done, for example, uh, like if it is done in brief, you know, the analysis can be done in brief. But if it is done also uh, by with characteristic by analysis, then it is done by where is the it is done by word meaning by groups by particle by characteristics how as to how originated as to variety and unity as to resolution separability and non resolution and separability as to the similar and the dissimilar as to distinction between internal external external as to inclusion as to condition as to lack of conscious uh, reaction and as to analysis of uh, condition so uh, it goes like this you know for materiality and also for mentality you have uh, <laughs> you have some hundreds of pages uh, relating and also explaining how to understand the mental phenomenon. But all of this, you know, all of this has to do with ourselves. All of this has to come to something practical. All of this has to give us, you know, the possibility to, to, to get some more uh, insight and also understanding and peace. So uh, it is also opening uh, the door to, to, to feel the things as a void. The, 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 the idea of sunyata. So, like also regarding to the divisions that is given in the in the commentaries, we had you know like uh, we have the the three types of uh, parinya, the, the three types of full understanding, and the one the first one is nyata uh, parinya, second one is the Tirana Parinya, and then the last one is the Pana Parinya. So the first one is to know uh, the full understanding of what is the full understanding of what is. Huh? So that means we are investigating about Namarupa or the five Kandas or whatever, and then uh, we are also investigating the cause. We are also investigating the conditions. So this is. You know, Nama Rupa Pachya Parigaha. And uh, this cause and condition is seen 
or not briefly, but uh, is seen by the Petitius Mopada with the 12 factors where uh, cause and conditions can be analyzed by way of uh, moment and also it can be analyzed by way of uh, uh, different uh, aspect of uh, different lives but just with 12 links and also the, the conditionality also can be seen by way of the, the, the 24 patia that we have briefly uh, surveyed the last time. So once we have a grounding in this uh, first uh, full understanding of the known, then, then, only then, you know, only then, but, uh, you know, that, that full understanding of the known, you know, to understand causality is a big principle and also it is one of the fundamental principles that, that will deepen our sense of voidness, the sense of sunyata. So, as I quoted and uh, as I may not be able to quote again, uh, they say that uh, one who sees the Patichas Mupada sees the Dhamma and one who sees the Dhamma sees the Patichas Mupada. But that means also to see the Dhamma means to see voidness. It means to see anatta. It means to see uh, the absence of a, of a self, the absence of a lastingness, the absence of uh, core, the absence of uh, uh, yes, maybe the absence of word. So once somebody is established that, you know, like we can do it as much as we can, huh? then after that comes the, the, the second full type of understanding and this is the investigation uh, part of uh, Tirana Parinya. And uh, there we are investigating phenomenon by way of the three characteristics and then there the, the process of uh, dissolution comes to be activated very much. So whatever we look at is just, uh, is just seen by way of arising, is just seen by way of passing away. And sometimes uh, the, the perception is accelerated so much that uh, we are just seeing passing away. We are just seeing perishing only, just perishing all the time. So these uh, uh, aspects of uh, reality are seen when we are developing the knowledge of insight. So all these uh, insight knowledge, upasana are relating to a more subtle and more subtle perception of reality which brings us to actually uh, perceive the, the, the reality as, a, as a impermanent, but also the reality as a unsatisfactoriness and also the reality has no self. So the aspect of no self, the aspect of anatta, the aspect of voidness is important. Huh? And uh, this is fundamental in Buddhism. This is very fundamental because uh, this is uh, the clue that is going to liberate us from the, uh, from the delusion of, uh, of, uh, that is leading us to craving and to uh, uh, clinging and to all kinds of becoming that is uh, unsatisfactory. So this, uh, this uh, perception of voidness, this perception also of anatta uh, needs to be reinforced by uh, the perception of impermanence. So if we don't have established the perception of impermanence and it's uh, deeply within ourselves, then also the uh, idea or the seeing of uh, the absence of self is difficult to, to establish. So we can start with, uh, with the attitude, okay, now this is not me like we have seen in, in a few suttas and you can read also in the suttas that, okay, now, how do you see the world, you know, or how, you know, the Buddha is teaching to Rahula, or how he should see the five aggregates or how he should perceive the, the universe. And everything is related to the perception of uh, non-self, but also related to the perception of impermanence and also the perception of, uh, of dukkha. So right from the beginning, uh, we can develop that attitude. And by developing that attitude, uh, it, is, it can also support uh, uh, our practice because uh, 
it helps us maybe to uh, to let go of uh, false expectations and also to let go of even our uh, expectation by understanding them. So we see that our expectations, we see that uh, our uh, wanting to create, our our wanting to do, our wanting to be every uh, things that that is related to this aspect of uh, formation, this aspect of uh, of preparation, this aspect of uh, control is also an aspect of anatta. So briefly or superficially, we can. Uh, we can have a glimpse of uh, uh, into that uh, into that into that, that as, into that aspect of uh, of teaching. And then the third. Uh, knowledge also that is explained in the commentaries is the paana parinya that means the full understanding of uh, letting go the full of understanding of relinquishment so the more we see reality as it is that means uh, the more we see the reality as being conditioned then also the more we perceive that reality as, as a being impermanent and also as being uh, void of control so uh, then uh, the more we see that and then the more we become disenchanted and the more we get detached and uh, the more uh, we also get liberated from any kinds of uh, clinging. So uh, this is uh, also uh, connected with the perception of voidness, the perception of sunyata and uh, then also the realization of Nibbana also is the, the summum bonum or the um, deepest uh, experience of uh, emptiness because there this is uh, something that is uh, completely uh, empty of uh, any kind of, uh, of uh, condition Yes. Is there, is there any uh, <coughs> teaching or interpretation on um, emptiness as allowing for the potential of, of things? In, in other words, like in Taoism, there's a lot of talk about, you know, like a cup is useful because it's empty. Yes. And a door is empty space. Yes, there is, but uh, it may not be in the sense that uh, because the, 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 the voidness is, uh, is, uh, is uh, by understanding the entire relation of things. And the voidness also is uh, understood by way uh, of seeing the conditionality of things. So in that sense, you leave the things alone, you leave the things be, and also you can make, uh, the, you can make the use of them by letting them be, but nevertheless, they are empty by the fact <laughs> of uh, being conditioned, because uh, they are empty also by the fact that they need, uh, they need, uh, they, they, they depend on various uh, phenomena to exist. So the concept of emptiness, uh, both in uh, Mahayana and Theravada, they refers, they, it refers actually to the same thing. And uh, scholars say that. Uh, there has not been any difference, only that uh, Nagarjuna saw that uh, this is a principle that had been neglected a little bit and also it had been uh, not so much emphasized because actually that idea is uh, very difficult to understand. So when the Buddha started to give his teaching, what was the main philosophy or the main uh, creed that was going on in, in, in the old Vedic India was the belief in Atman. So people 
uh, wanting to live, uh, you know, forever. Then they, they say, they, they thought, okay, now when we die, we get uni united with the divine principle. So uh, they created the, the concept of a Brahma, the concept of a, of a divine or supreme being that, uh, you know, that uh, in which we all dissolve when we are dying. So uh, to counterpart this uh, belief in Atman, then uh, it was easy to oppose and to say, okay, now we are teaching about non-Atman. That means that being or that uh, type of uh, mystical unity in a principle, a cosmolo cosmological principle, or is not uh, substantial. It is also uh, under the, the law of impermanence. So, um, so the, the concept of anatta was easy to, uh, to explain to the people of these days. Mm? So the anatta came to be not developed as a view. Uh, it was not a view, but it was a uh, it was a tool by which people will be able to come to see the things as they are. But the, 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 the terminology, terminology itself will, will, uh, will deal di directly with, uh, with some concepts that were uh, prevalent in the time of uh, the, the, the Buddha. But the idea of sunyata was, uh, the, the idea of emptiness was a little bit more profound and also a little bit more difficult for people to accept. So. Uh, that's why it had not been given too much importance for that, uh, for that uh, reason. And then Nagarjuna uh, uh, took that idea from the original, I mean, from the, from the old text of which he, he knew very well, and then uh, he made it uh, the principle, you know, the fundamental principle of, uh, of, of uh, the schools of Buddhism that he, that he started to, uh, you know, to encourage for the development. So he has, has, its, has its originality just uh, the fact of emphasizing the, the idea of, uh, of sunyata. But actually, uh, it refers to the same thing. Okay. Yes. Um, regarding asuha, it's translated normally as repulsiveness. Yes. And why is it translated like that when uh, anatta and uh, moha and adosa are all non-greed, non-self, non-hate? Yes. To say to go from the beautiful to the repulsive seems that you skip the the non-beautiful. Yes, it is the, like a like we were saying that actually when we are dealing, like when we are learning the the Buddhism, or it is important somehow, you know, to to try to, 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 to figure out the basic meanings of words and then uh, to go to the original etymology because we can figure out more uh, deeply or more accurately the meaning of the words. So Asuba is translated as repulsiveness. It is also tra uh, translated as a, uh, perception of fullness. Also, it is also translated as a perception of... Uh, Oh? Foulness. Yes, foulness, right. Maybe also there is another one. But anyway, that, this is already three. And also the, the translation also sometimes is uh, uh, the perception of non-beautiful. Non, non but suba actually can mean attractive also, but also it can mean beautiful, and also it can be uh, mean uh, um, well, something that is not necessarily directly connected with repulsiveness. Ugliness also, sometimes it is uh, the fullness also is really translated as ugliness. <laughs> yes? Just to follow up on that, how come they, when they wanted to specify which part of that range, how did they... Which part of that range? Well, it depends to whom. It depends to whom they were speaking to, you know. Uh, well, it depends on the translators. 
because the name you have the name and so the translator used the term in in, in, in different ways and uh, maybe also in different contexts it will be more appropriate to translate it as uh, repulsiveness you know like if it's in related to a dead corpse or if it is related to the body parts or so maybe there were slight uh, nuances but actually uh, the the word is is almost the same and particular so we have two words here. We have asuba and also patikula. Patikula may be like uh, the repulsive, uh, repulsiveness. So also that's 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 why you know like when we look at the, the explanations of sunyata and also the deeper uh, realization of sunyata related to the you know to the people like Buddha how we are, how he was practicing the the, the perception of uh, emptiness when he was in the midst of a crowd then it's interesting because uh, that type of emptiness like if somebody is mature like this type of emptiness you are referring to like the Buddha was speaking with people and then. He, he will be uh, dwelling in the empty, is it the animitta ceto vimutti or something like this. That means uh, he will be uh, dwelling in the liberation of the mind that is free from, uh, from uh, signs, free from nimitta. So, then you have the, 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 the voidness there, is the voidness of nimitta, the voidness of signs, the voidness of uh, conceptual perceptions. And this refers especially to the perceptions of, uh, of nitya and then subha and uh, sukha and atta, mostly. So if uh, someone has a very mature and very sharp insight, then wherever uh, the person is, then uh, every object of consciousness can be perceived in that way. And then there is a stability within uh, that deals with uh, complete emptiness. And that uh, stability also uh, brings the mind to, to a state of a complete, uh, well, complete uh, rest also. Because the person is not carried around by the... Uh, misinterpretations of phenomenon. The person is not carried around by like and dislike and uh, all kinds of uh, mental qualification that uh, are making our mind uh, color uh, the, the, the world and also color uh, uh, our perceptions and also influence our attitude toward the world. So the attitude will remain an attitude of a very balanced uh, mind, a very balanced state of mind because the objects don't have the power anymore to, to carry us around. But actually, uh, that uh, description of uh, liberation, it's also uh, called the perception of, I think, uh, without an object, an aramana, I think, kind of. But, uh, but the idea is that uh, it is just the, the, the conceptual uh, <coughs> perception of object is not there. 
and uh, the, 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 the object also, for example, can also be uh, the object of Nibbana. So although the mind doesn't have an object of uh, clinging, then still uh, the mind can have the, 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 the object of Nibbana. There was a question, no? There was a question about, okay, uh, can you explain about emptiness? So, this, is, uh, this was the reply. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you want some more, it is very interesting, you know, because uh, when we need to investigate what is the meaning, like we can have experience, you know, so all our meditation, all of you have some insight and uh, but sometimes if you have to investigate a little bit more, then uh, you push your mind to, to search for definitions and then also you push your mind to get a little bit more uh, perspective from different people, but also uh, some perspective that will, that, will, that, that will feed, that will nourish uh, your mind into a deeper uh, experience of it. So this is available, you know, uh, also with uh, some of the literature that we find. So one of the books that uh, I was uh, that I uh, had been looking, you know, is a, a book written by a, 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 a Sinhalese uh, monk, and he, his name is Damajoti Tera, and uh, he writes about the concept of emptiness in Pali literature, and it is very interesting because he points out uh, exactly, you know, the the development and the the, the, the how the, the how the, the concept itself came to be uh, maybe a little bit misinterpreted, you know, like uh, some of the later schools said, no, no, now we, our originality is, is a sunyata, so uh, sunyata is our uh, uh, discovery and also sunyata also has been sometimes reported to these, uh, or, or a later tradition as being uh, uh, something like a Copernic revolution in the field of Buddhism, but actually uh, there was no such uh, revolution. Like uh, the teaching itself of Sunyata is there right from the beginning. Right from the beginning, the, 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 the Buddha is speaking about uh, uh, seeing the world as empty, and it starts from uh, from various things. It starts from uh, from the basic. Uh, from the basic uh, meditation, mostly. But also, it says that, uh, like some of the, uh, for some of the suttas, you know, we read this, and although it is a perception that have that have to be developed independently of uh, a deep samadhi, nevertheless, many of the suttas that are describing the deep, deep state of uh, of emptiness are dealing actually with uh, with important uh, stage of concentration, as I have uh, quoted from the beginning, you know, from the Majjhima Nikaya, the Mahasunyata Sutta is speaking about the eight attainments. So although these eight, eight attainments are uh, pure samatha, they can also uh, be uh, <coughs> combined with uh, the aspect of voidness, and also they can also be combined with uh, some aspect of uh, insight uh, practice. So we can see that uh, in the Buddhist teaching, the samatha is not a name to, 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 to have a mystical type of experience. It, it's not a trance in which we are getting lost, you know, with a, with a principle that is beyond our force. It's a state of mind that brings us more clarity. It's a state of mind that brings us more uh, uh, precision in the way of looking at things. And then the aim of uh, our samatha is to understand things as they are. That's all. So how can we uh, deepen our understanding? How can we open our eyes a little bit more with what is happening with our meditation? And then, like, we come to a retreat like this and sometimes, you know, uh, some of you may get discouraged because uh, uh, all the time the instructions are, okay, now do you get the nimitta? And then do you get the first jhana? Do you get, you know, all the time we get pushed, <laughs> you know, so... Uh, we should not get discouraged by that, and uh, we should always remember that uh, 
uh, whatever uh, things we are doing in that uh, direction, there is always uh, a process of learning and also deep inside us there is a process of maturity that is going on and uh, this should never be neglected and one day or the other it's going to, to give some fruits. Oh, like uh, we're talking about the, the, the different uh, types of conditions, so this is uh, Upanishaya, Pachaya. So this type of uh, Pachaya condition is going to to, to to reinforce some of the uh, our future uh, or oh, even now you know even now it can reinforce our uh, practice <laughs> so that was a talk on emptiness Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.